enthusiastic than the last Seemed several. Well, Seemed appropriate. We just spoke to a bunch of cereal milk. So, welcome to the Fifth Dimension Lounge podcast. As always, I'm your host, the Duke of Detroit. Got the whole gang. We're still here. Chuck, Tim, MJ, good to see everybody, even though we haven't left. Good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? How did you change personalities between shows? It happens. So, f- for the lizards at home... We decided today to record two episodes back-to-back. The problem is we're much sharper on the first episode as opposed to the second episode. The second episode is always a little dicey because uh, we're probably already high. So there was a lot of stuff we knew we wanted to go over on episode 44, which you listen to right now. But 45 had a subject. We felt like we definitely wanted to stay on a topic and be make it so you could understand what we were saying. So we, we recorded 45 first, and then we got high as balls on the B-side. And we just wrapped that up. It's like, all right, let's start the A sign. So here we are, still high on cereal milk, ready to do an episode, just conversating three. What does that mean? Duke gets a pinball machine. Oh, God. yes. That's, <laughs> thank you, Tim. They're going to hear that in next week's episode. Don't spoil. This is exactly why this we don't do them out of order. This is for you, sir. Oh, we don't do them out of order. You're this referencing is, next week. This is for you. Darkest timeline, indeed. Just making this work. All right. It's getting all fed up. We have a lot of things we're going to talk about today. We're going to yeah. talk about movies, TV shows, music, um, the contest. We're going to talk about the contest again, but you're going to be hearing about it for the first time. You'll hear it next week again for the first time. <laughs> oh, oh, we're shit. done with this joke already. Let's, that's not even going any further. That's that gonna one's get, on you. That one's going to get exhausting. <laughs> um, but before we get started, please check us out on all our social media. Look up 5th, 5th Dimension Lounge, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Weed Life, it's like Facebook, but for weed, speaking of which, we're on Facebook. Uh, all those places, what, what do you get to see there? Well, we send out stuff about what we're doing in the real world. You can keep track of our plants that are growing on like Twitter, because that shit's not allowed on everything. Um, you can look at the paintings Chuck and I have been doing. We, Dungeon Master did one we just uh, posted a couple days ago. So follow us on there, but more importantly, we're going to do a contest, Contest is quite simple. You email me, duke at 5dlounge.com, and just title it contest, and boom, you're in it. And I'm going to draw somebody randomly, and we'll do it here on the show. Rocco, what the fuck, man? (laughs) You are not making this easy. I was just trying to get him situated. Sorry. What kind of shit-ass dog is this? He's a a Boston Terrier handsome gentleman. Look at him. Dude, he looks more stoned than I do. He looks like he ran into a window at 30 miles an hour. Aww. He looks happy. Yeah, thank you, Chuck. He is happy. <laughs> I think he's stoned. He's relaxed. Oh, no. like, you got weed? <laughs> he's relaxed. He's perked yeah. up for a minute when I said stone. He's like, you got something? Look at that face. Crazy. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to do a contest. Here's the contest. You email me, duke at 5dlounge.com. You enter the contest. We're going to draw a name randomly, and there's three prizes. First prize, you get to be Reginald <laughs> for one episode. We'll finish our podcast. We'll edit the podcast. We'll give you a copy of it ahead of everybody two days ahead of time. You have 48 hours to 
to type up what you would do for the liner notes. You get to be Reginald. Second prize, you can go ahead and give me a theme, and I'm going to make you a painting. I myself will paint something and send it to you free of cost. I hope you like it. You probably won't, but that's okay. It's a prize. Uh, third option, Chuck's going to paint something for you. Same thing. Probably going to look like a dick. <laughs> You're such a dick. You'll get that joke next week. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he'll paint something for you. Fourth prize, no prize. Yep. So got lots of fourth place prizes to hand out. Yes. So we'll, we'll do that on a show coming up. I don't know the exact date yet. We got to sync our calendars here and make sure that we're all in town because we have a lot of stuff coming up. But uh, before October, we're going to make this happen. Love it. Tonight's episode is all about all kinds of different stuff. Where do you guys want to start? MJ, you just had a birthday and went to a concert, didn't you? Yeah, we I had did. What'd you do? I did. So uh, just ahead of my birthday, I had seen that Leon Bridges was back in Detroit. And nice. I don't know if you remember uh, earlier in the spring, that was a show that I had flagged as wanting to see and didn't see it. So missed opportunity there. But here he came back again. He must have liked Detroit. But his opening act was Little Dragon, who I have been listening to for probably about eight or so years now, and had seen her before play at the Majestic Theater on Woodward with a friend of mine, which is a very small venue. And so she opened up and she warmed up the crowd and it was, oh, it was so nice to be back at a concert venue. The people watching, Duke, you'd brought that up. Oh, man. People uh, the watching. people watching was amazing. I brought amazing. that up next week. Yes, you brought that up next week. <laughs> and it was a great show. I danced. It was hot. This was at the Masonic Temple. It was so hot in there. Little oh, Dragon? Little Dragon, yeah. Is this a good one? This is a good, it's a slower one, but yes. Oh, okay. Does she have, is there one you like to faster? There's another one I'm, pl- I'm going to play out. Oh, with Little Dragon I'm as well? I'm playing each of them tonight. My bad. No, I was just trying good. to add some theme. <laughs> yeah, if you would have put this shit in a spreadsheet. <laughs> Fair. Thanks, Tim. So, as per usual. So, Little Dragon, it sounds like that was a piano song. Does she play a lot of piano? She does not. Okay. That one, um, I guess, popular. uniquely has a piano, but I'd say like a little play? more electric, electronic. Um, and then some beats and electronic more is the tempo of it, okay. I would say. And then Leon Bridges, I would describe as being a little more soul funk sort of uh, spin on R&B, but modernized. Oh, you know? she's, she's like a blue gray. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She is or he is. <laughs> You're talking about Leon or doesn't matter. How long you've been holding on to that one? <laughs> Were you just trying to wait for an open uh, opening? <laughs> nope. Somebody's going to be blue gray. I got this. I yes. just got to wait for it to take a pause. But uh, Leon Bridges was the stage setup was cool. It kind of was set up like bandstand with the two tiers. Uh, very simple. They they really make a lot of those backdrops now. LED yeah. digital experience. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, it was cool graphics and things, but it just feels so. I like easy. it when it's done right. Yes, that's they don't true. all do it right. I'll give you two different examples. I just saw Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. and a week later we saw Corn. Red Hot Chili Peppers had by far, and I and I love seeing different people's stages, just like you said. Like I keep track of some of my favorite ones. The Rock and Tours a handful yeah. of years ago had these cool, um, like rods that stuck up out of the stage, and they would shoot light out, and they kept 
moving them left to right and twisting them. And it just created this effect I'd never seen before mm. without distracting you from them. It just added some extra ambiance around them. It's really neat. So things like that I find interesting because everybody brings their own shit. Yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers had this stage that started in front of them but wrapped around below a little bit. Let's say mm -hmm. it goes down a foot and gives it a rounded effect in the front. Comes up under their feet, rounds up the wall behind them, rounds up the ceiling over them, which is, you know, it's got to be 25, 30 feet above them. Goes straight out ahead of them, so they're almost like in a box now, but it's so high that you can see them from anywhere. And then curves back up again another foot, so it gives it a rounded effect on the top. The whole thing was an LED screen. They put everything on mm. that. At one point, it looked like they were standing on water that was flowing, like rapids, and you could see it splashing up behind them, and they're just playing, and they're all over the place. It's so neat. Mm. One point, there's like these these uh, novas that are imploding and exploding, and black holes that are sucking themselves in, and it was so visual behind them. It was incredible. It just really added this extra layer of ambiance. Mm -hmm. I loved it. It was my yeah, favorite that, stage show I've ever seen. Oh, that's that cool. That video wow. you posted was really neat. I'm sure it doesn't do it justice. I'm just saying it, it was really neat looking. Yeah, it doesn't show you the colors because the colors in person were really deep. My camera didn't really catch it. Um, but yeah, look at our Instagram. Look at our TikTok. I put a bunch of videos out there that are really neat from that concert. But then you go to Corn. Now, Corn has, you know, they, they have all their roadies out there setting everything up. And a lot of times they'll raise and put in new speakers and drum sets and things are really moving around. So you don't know how it's going to finish up. They bring this like cage down and it looks like a prison cell, but it covers, I mean, the entire stage lengthwise and it goes up about 25 feet. But again, it's like a prison cell that just came down, just the front face of it. So it's bars uh, and then they crisscross for support. And we're like, is this supposed to cover something? Like, because we're not going to be able to, really see through it well to see the band that we've come to see <laughs> and if it's supposed to do something like how they can get this thing out of there because it's like it takes up the whole fucking stage right 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 and they're like it must just be there while they're setting up something behind it but we can kind of see through it so what's the point well it starts and this whole thing lights up so they've an led back screen that they're doing like lightning and mountains and all this shit on like blue lightning it looks really cool and then the lightning's also carrying over in front of them because there's this cage in front of them to give it this like feeling that it's like 3D. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't like it. Could not see the band. Mm. And then they start doing this cool strobe effect where they're throwing this artwork on the front, but not all over the place. So it's these white circles and eyes, but you're seeing through the eye because there's no center to it. And there he is on the other side, but you're still looking through the fucking cage. Mm. Right. You're still looking through the cell, so it's still hard to see. I get what they were going for. My thought after the fact is people come to see the band that they're right. paying to see. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd watch it on TV. Too, too much. So I want to see them, too but fact. I do appreciate that they're doing an extra experience for us and making it something that's not just on TV and not just an album. Like that whole screen, like you have to be there to experience Yeah, the theatrical it. aspect, right? So it I can add a lot. I love that. Now, Corn's screen, after I think two songs, maybe it was one, did lift up and go up over them and then still... Still bugged me though. Yeah, I didn't like that. So they mm. didn't they didn't do it all the time. Now, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm sorry, you were talking about Leon, not Spinks. That was a good show. Bridges. Bridges. It was a great show. What? I danced. I got hot and wished I would have worn shorts <laughs> instead of jeans. Where was he at? At the Masonic Temple oh, in Detroit. What a great venue! I think I was too high for that venue. in the beginning. 
It was it was awesome. Yeah. That's good. So, <clears throat> a little side antic, and maybe I can save this for the B side. You let me know. Oh no, go on. So, in getting ready to leave the car to head in, I had brought a very minimal purse because you know a lot of venues have rules and. I looked it up ahead of time and all that stuff. And so I settled on this small purse that really just kind of fits my cell phone, a uh, little chappy, and um, a credit card, a driver's license, a few things. And then my little vape pen, I was like, I'm going to put this in there too. So we get there and I said to TJ, I was like, do you think I, am I allowed to bring this in? Should I leave this? I don't want them to confiscate it from me. And he goes, it's legal. <laughs> And I just am laughing because I'm not used to that. So it makes me feel really like I still have to be slick about it. Like it's, it's newer to you as a lifestyle because it's legal. Yeah. It was a lifestyle to me before it's legal. So I still have all these illegal stigmas rolling around with how I manage it. Like, do I need to shove it in my cooch in order to get it in the show? No, you just carry it in your purse. Can I shove it in my cooch before the show? Some people like to roll theirs in hemp. I like to roll mine in cooch. It's nature's pocket. It's nature's pocket. Like a kangaroo, but different. That wasn't an episode of Broad. City. What was it? She kept nice. hiding weed in her cooch, saying it was nature's pie. She's like, it just now you can't smell it. <laughs> she always smells like weed. I wouldn't want to <laughs> use my nature's pocket. No, yours oh, is, no nobody wants to. Yeah. I think that was a given. That's that. correct. It is. I think that was a given. We didn't even need to talk about yeah. it. Nobody <laughs> wants any part of that. <laughs> yeah. uh, this, this whole episode might just be titled B side. <laughs> Because I'm still <laughs> fucking stoned. So back to your taking the joint in, or I'm sorry, your vape pen. I in. did. I also took joints to mine. And it's funny because like, you're right. I'm totally used to it. I just take it wherever I yeah. go because you're, you're told it's totally legal. You just no aren't question. allowed to smoke it there, <laughs> right? You're right. allowed to have it. You just aren't supposed to smoke oh, it. Oh, there people were outside in the smoking section. Oh, yeah, but it's, oh, it's illegal. I went out. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Oh, totally. At the venue? Oh, yeah. You're only allowed to do it on your own property. and Even on your property, you're supposed to do it in a contained area where it's not visible. To my knowledge, there are no smoke venues yet that operate within the state that you can go and smoke within. There's one. It Coming, is. right? Or is it already open? Oh, man. I think it actually just opened. Yeah. It could be wrong. Um, it's going out in, where do the Lions practice? They are in... What city of the Lions practice in? Allen Park. Allen Park. Yep. That's, that's where it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think I think it just opened, but I could be mistaken. Right on. Yeah. Mm. Like a like Okay, a so I was bar? still illegal. Like a, a weed bar. You go there and you smoke. So you I still to... had legit anxieties and yeah. fears about <laughs> yeah. taking like my so. As you should. vape pen into the venue. Well, no, you can take it. You're just not supposed to smoke it. So here's the thing. At the concerts when you vape, yeah. nobody gives a shit because you can vape cigarettes. We're not supposed to out there. But that's what they're considering it. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm carrying in a joint. I pull that out and light it up. They'll kick me out. They'll arrest me for that. If they catch you with your vape pen, they don't give a shit. They're not yeah. going to say anything. Yeah. So, you know, naturally. They're also not going to carry the other way either. They're just going to tell you to put it, it out and don't be stupid. Before I entered into the bed. No, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're going old school. <laughs> no, the metal detector. I wonder if it would have gone through. Like, what Did you it? wrap it in plastic? No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's my vape pen. 
It's okay. It's your dog. It's okay because it's my vape pen. It's your dog. It's fantastic. Oh my god. Okay, I've got one. Are you ready? It's not cheating if you spread peanut butter all over your testicles and let your dog lick it off. Oh! Oh! Because it's your dog. Jesus. Oh! You know, because oh. it's your dog. No, yeah, yeah, we got it. Uh, so I also when it's I, a perfectly pH balanced environment, Tim. Now that I get high at concerts, TMI, I fucking get down. I didn't used to. I used to just stand nice. and watch and just kind of bob a little yeah. bit. I don't care, like man. Average white dude. Yeah, I'm yeah. high and I feel it. Now I don't get crazy. I'm not leaving my seating area, but I move a little bit more, man. I'm throwing my shoulders around, my arms move a little bit. We're we're making Hell some things yeah. happen. I get into it. Yeah, man. So, feel the music. As as we're seated at our seats yesterday, like the proper middle-aged individuals that we are, I was really admiring general admission. I know I bitched about it and talked shit about it last time, but it sure looked like fun down there. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like people in their seats, oftentimes there's a lot of people that don't stand up, that just like chair move a little bit slightly like the lamos and then i feel like i'm standing in front of them like oh sorry you're lamo i I, got i got it baby gotta dance (laughs) (laughs) see i'm trying to be more of that right i'm trying not lamo right so i i had this epiphany the other night because people care about everything people have an opinion on fucking everything Mm -hmm. do we really care does it really matter do i even need to talk about anything i don't think so no so my thought was Old people make rules. Young people just live life. Yeah. Young people are just out there doing what they want to do. You know, YOLO. Going down to general admission is fantastic. It's fun. It doesn't mean you have to try to get to the front or stay up there. Uh, but just being in part of the experience and being there, it's so much fun. Yes. Even if it means you might be slightly closer to a person's armpit than you would care to be. Right. <laughs> You're like a bird in a nest. <laughs> Yeah, I can find a spot in general admission away from people still. Yeah. <laughs> Where I've got my spot, I'll just be in the back. <laughs> I would be, right. I would be okay with that. Yeah, let's. Uh, That's where all the energy is happening. I too went to a concert. I actually went to two. I went to Red Hot Chili Peppers, which I was so excited about because Tyler, who was on episode four of this podcast, played out with us. Oh, it was episode. Three or five, somewhere around there. I don't know. Oh, Three, four, see, five. Tyler. I can see the gears turning in your yeah, head. Yeah, right I know. I, it was so long ago. It doesn't matter. Tyler, great guy. He's on the show. He was on the B side, and he played us out with a song by a guy named Thundercat. He went into great detail about how awesome Thundercat was. He played the song, and it was good. I really enjoyed it. It was different, not something I typically listen to. Well, Thundercat was going to be opening up for this band, for Red Hot Chili Peppers, as was uh, Strokes. And I like, I know two songs of the Strokes, two or three. I love them. They're really, really good. Yeah. So I've always wanted to see them, but never had the opportunity. So here I'm see three big bands that I'm excited to see in one night. Shit, yeah. Really excited. We get there. It's still daylight out. It's at Comerica down in Detroit, the baseball stadium. And Thundercat comes out. He's got this huge. Did you ever actually watch the show Thundercats? Yeah. Has anybody thunder, seen that? Thunder, yeah. thunder, thunder, thundercat. So you've never seen it? Hear the thunder no. roll. Okay. <laughs> there was Snarf on that show. Yes. Yeah. Snarf. Snarf, Snarf. Yeah. So you look at Snarf's fucking head, and they squished it, they changed it a little bit, but he has essentially, in my mind, that on stage. And it's huge. 
awesome. Like if he was to stand on his own shoulders, he he could fit inside his mouth of this snarf thing. And it's a Thundercat. That's what he wants it to look like. And it's got this huge open mouth and inside it is speakers. And then the ears point out way out to the side. It was so weird looking. But I'm like, dude, this guy's got some shit going on. Like, he's he's going to come out and put on a show. And he fucking did. He came out in these yellow sweatpants. I want them. I want those goddamn sweatpants. They look so cool. I don't think I could pull them off, but they are dynamite. And he's wearing this really neat, just different outfit. I absolutely could never pull off. He pulls out. I don't know if he was playing guitar or bass because I was super high. And he just starts going to town. <laughs> he's all over the place. He is playing so fast. He is all over, up and down this thing, going nuts. And the drummer's back there. <laughs> they got somebody else playing an instrument. There's three of them. None of them were playing the same song. <laughs> In my mind, I mean... It was crazy. It was huh. so weird. It just sounded like noise. And so Jerry and I are looking at each other. I'm like, is this like for real? Like they aren't even playing the same song. It's not even like close. What the fuck is wrong with your dog? That might have been his last breath. That was, that was aggressive. Is he yawning? He's, <laughs> he I don't think something. he's breathing. Looks no. like he's fucking in coma right his now. His mouth is closed. His tongue is hanging out. His eyes. Well, I don't know what to, how to explain those. <laughs> like a crescent moon. There's just nothing to him. It's barely there. It's a sliver moon. That's his eyes. Oh, he's back down. <laughs> so you and Jerry look at each other. <laughs> and the music was awful. Thundercat. Uh, really? Yeah, it was horrible. So he played... Couple other songs that were really bad. I did not enjoy them at all. Maybe he's a great player. Maybe maybe this is somebody else's cup of tea. I just don't think it was good. Not yeah. your tea. No. So I, I'm looking at Jerry like I am so sorry. Like <laughs> I feel bad that I made us come early for that. So good news, the Strokes are up next. Like I know at least three of their songs that are good. Right. These guys seemed like they did not want to be there. Oh Aww. no. The band just like stood in place and played. And Ew. didn't even look around. The lead singer's hair was just a mess. And not like a rock star's. Like, he just fucking got off the bus. Like, Ew. he's just been in there for a week. He's wearing a brown jacket. Everything else is black. It just stands out as weird. He's got one glove on with a pink stripe on it. Sunglasses. And it, he just talks randomly about shit, but never really finishes his thoughts. Yeah, Starts talking about scores of movies but didn't ex really explain why it's like well indiana jones goes like this dun, 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 dun. and star wars goes like this and he does it and he named another movie it's like what is going on with this guy wow. and then we find out later they're all from new york and they're like oh maybe they just don't care maybe they're just you know like new yorkers say, ah fuck it i don't know that made a little bit more sense so already this night sucks this is like weird like i am so sorry now we're about to see the red hot chili peppers that everybody says sound all their sound songs sound alike Probably midweek too. It was a Sunday. Uh, Sunday concerts of the Oh uh, man. Alright. <laughs> they come out and they kill it. They oh, kill it. Good. They played so fucking well and filled with hits. Song after song after song after song. Not the encore. I mean the encore was hits too, but early on, just I forgot how much shit they sang. Right. Really incredible. When they came out for their on, and I already told you about the incredible st stage, and their drummer is in such great shape. 
he went to town. When Taylor Hawkins died, somebody compared to what he did. It was like running a marathon. Yeah, he's yeah. playing for two and a half hours on stage, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, and he's going, he's going nuts. This guy was doing the same thing. I don't know his name. The drummer of Red Hot Chili Peppers. He, he was, looks like Will Ferrell. Yes, he looks like Will Ferrell. He was fantastic. And the whole band was great. But when they come up for their encore, Flea walks across the stage on his hands, jumps to his feet, picks up his bass, and starts going nuts. He's 59 years old. <laughs> they're all 59 years old, and they're impressive. They're playing like they're 20 years old. They've been playing since 1983. Oh, that's crazy. You just got to keep that cardio <laughs> movement up your whole life. So they're, yeah, let that be a lesson to you kids. Yeah. <laughs> cardio. Cardio, <laughs> if you want to be a rock star that mm-hmm. can actually mm-hmm. hang on stage. They had a lot of cool moments. The guitarist played... There was a lot of them like riffing. I'm sure it's pre-planned shit, but like they would just get together and play stuff while Anthony Key just took a break or the drummer took a break. And normally that stuff can get tedious, but it was really grand. It was really neat the way they were doing it. Yeah, yeah. great show. They they absolutely killed it. Stayed for every single fucking song. Big fan. Fun. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I would have. I would have liked to have seen that. The whole time, honestly, I was thinking you would have enjoyed it mm-hmm. because it was it was your kind of experience. It was, there was the right amount of stuff going on. A lot of the music's really groovy. Yeah. So you kind of dancing oh, yeah. around. Yeah. Groovy, man. It's groovy, man. It's groovy. MJ likes groovy tunes. Groovy tunes? Is groovy that, tunes. Is that a cartoon? Thinking California. No, it's what MJ likes. All the Warner Brothers characters stoned. Groovy tunes. Um... I also saw corn. Corn was great. Really enjoyed corn. I'm not a corn guy. I don't like corn. <laughs> I don't mean the food. I actually like corn on the cob. Yeah, corn's got some good stuff. Are you trying to tell me that you've never heard of corn pudding? She's never heard of corn pudding! Yeah, they do. They have a handful of songs that are yeah. good that everybody knows, but I don't like love corn. Sure, I'm sure, not sure, dying sure. to go see them, and yeah. I've seen them plenty of times. I don't need to go see them I again. like their uniqueness. Corn pudding! So they had three bands open up for them. I can't remember the first name. The second one was Helmet. Third one was Effinescence. Effinescence had a huge female contingency there. Yeah, she's good. They they were digging it. Yeah, everybody knew every song. They were singing along. I only knew I think two songs, but I only know the one. People were so into it. I was I was really impressed. And then Corn uh, came out, and again, not a big fan. I was stoned. I was smoking cereal milk. But well, they put on a really good show. It's great. Like, they didn't really get the crowd into it. You can't help but like just move along with everything. It's it's good. I didn't know the majority of the songs, but I had fun. It's it cool. a good time. Nice. Did you do some headbanging? No. Huh. Did you do some moshing? No. What the fuck were you doing there? You're making me think, though. I did recently watch, uh, I think it's called Trainwreck, the documentary of Woodstock 99. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's... <laughs> Good. It's Corn on played at that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that just came out, didn't it? I yeah. think it was recently released, but yeah. I think it was actually like 2021. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I okay. was kind of surprised by the date because I feel like I'd never seen any marketing on it until more recently. But gotcha. well, I burned. I burned through that on the flight to South Carolina. It was probably independently made, and then Netflix ended up picking it up after it was done. Yeah. yeah I just came across that like. A few days ago, I feel like, mm-hmm. on Netflix. So you were the first to tell me about it. You shot me a text one night asking if I if I watched it yet. I had not. It was right before I was going on vacation. 
and I watched the first episode. I, I believe it's three parts, 45 minutes each. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Oh my god! I was hooked. Yeah. I really want to finish. I haven't had a chance to yet. But then after that, I can't believe the people that have recommended that to me. Like they just, really? they, yeah, it's just, it's, everybody's like, oh, you're really into music. You're going to love this. And they start mm-hmm. telling me about it. I'm like, I know MJ told me about it. So I can't wait to watch it. So I, what, f- what alerted me to it was an article that I was reading that really spoke to um, kind of just the whole white male privilege that really was existing in that time and space at that particular venue, but then combine that with the fact that basically people weren't taken care of by the venue being thrown. Like, you know, they didn't have their basic needs covered. Like they were treated like just young animals and then ripped off for basic needs like water after being denied of being allowed to bring any type of water into the the place where it was hosted which by the way was at like this huge um abandoned or retired rather air air base yeah it was all in concrete you look at the first woodstock it's in these you know beautiful rolling hills and whereas this is on an air base and the reason they did that is because they tried to do woodstock 95 i believe it was and it failed they didn't sell many tickets and they didn't it had a great lineup but the problem was where it was located, people could get into easily. The, they had a huge storm Without the day buying before. Tickets. The fence was uh, rained down. There was like the it was like muddy, so the fence fell down. So people just walked into the show. There was no way to stop them. Oops. So they didn't make any money. So this time they picked this area because this old air base had eight miles of fence around it. There was no way to get into it. Mm. So that's why yeah. they picked it. Well, it's a big flat thing on concrete. Yeah, like there's nowhere to go. Like rest or shade or trees or anything mm-hmm. pretty brutal yes Jeez. and then you know the rain uh you know all the rain and everything that happened made it extremely unsanitary because they weren't changing the porta potties these were things that were you know just in constant use throughout the entire three days worth of people using them and so all of the imagery where people are in mud is not just mud. Right. It is disgusting. Disgusting. But so, so like, you know, the first day was fun. Everybody had fun. It was a good time. Everything's going well. And then day two ended up being the shit show where there was like Literally. people having, you know, and now people are up for t- over 24 hours and still continuing their benders and then not being, you know, these, these issues with the venue are really starting to sh- rear and bother and, um, and people are pissed because they've spent a lot of money on these tickets to be here. They've traveled to attend this. So by the end of that night, that's when like rage against the machine and corn and all these just really heavy, bands that had this you know loud message about fuck you to the establishment and all that good stuff and so it really heightened just everything that just happened to be lying under the surface and sort of was the catalyst for what started to take everything to the next level and and people they were pissed they were so pissed so like in the beginning she mentioned that Water was taken away. As they entered the festival, they weren't allowed to bring any bottles of any type. So they have to leave everything behind and throw it out and then go in and you're expected to buy it. Now, somebody in the documentary, I believe they said a bottle of water was like 63 cents at the time. 
I don't know if they were being facetious. I don't know if they were just guessing at a number, but let's be honest. A single little bottle of water is rather cheap. They were selling them there for four seventy five, and this is in the 90s. Right, right. right? That was extremely expensive, and mm-hmm. people didn't have that much money for the whole weekend. They, weren't ex- they didn't know they were going to have to throw out their water, couldn't fill it up at a water fountain and stuff like you normally do at things like this. Right. Mm-hmm. That was brutal. So now they broke, they're thirsty, they're pissed, they're hungry. Like you only have so many options there. Yep. It, it was so grossly overpriced. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're angry. Then you get to day two. <laughs> it just you know gets exasperated. Yeah. I want to finish that. It looks like a really it good is, one. It is. Inten- it's an intense ride. Yeah, it looked interesting. I'm it putting that like, on the list for sure. It is something, you know, that was happening pop culturally at mm-hmm. the time that was happening. And I remember hearing... And reading and seeing on MTV and all that stuff about what was going on and what a shit show it was. But, you know, the documentaries always just share the real raw footage on the scenes. Right, right. Like the security guards, they were called like the party something something calming and they were kids like one of the guys they interviewed was like we, I, we weren't even security guards they just came to the college and were like hey do you want to be oh i think they were called peacekeepers or something like that he said we would have badges and people would be like how what, what's it take to to get that badge to get backstage oh give me two hundred dollars i'll give it to you what type of stuff like just not even any real security measures that protect that's crazy the people there and so you know then there are stories of rape and and things going on because of these all these impacts right that's just it's a lot one thing leading to the other making it a train wreck an absolute train wreck and then they started destroying the sound towers and like breaking them down and starting fires Oh, because they passed out candles to do some vigil. I'm trying to recall what the vigil they gave on the third night. They decided to pass out candles for some sort of, you know, like a being peaceful and a and a throwback to Woodstock '69 and this being this anniversary. How are you? That's where the fires came from. (laughs) Is from the candles that were handed out to teenagers. <laughs> I find it interesting the music they picked for that because they they you know original Woodstock was about peace and love. Yes. And now they're picking these hard hard bands yes. that, that are to just a totally different demographic and none of those were about peace and love. Right. So they were going for the money but they didn't truly know the bands and even the promoter said this like I just told them to get popular bands. I didn't really know any of these bands. Like that's fucked up. Yes. So he really had no idea what they were even in for. If Crosby Stills and Nash had been there, like it'd be a different crowd and none of that would have happened. Totally. So and, the, and that was part of the conversation too. And there was <laughs> there was this one guy, he's older now. He's in his, you know, 40s, I'm guessing or early 50s and he talks about how at the time, he's young. This is one of his first jobs. And he was like, you know, kind of raising his hands like, you know, these are a lot of really aggressive bands. Do you think we should really have all of them together in this venue if we're trying to? And they were like, ah, d- sh- zip it. And then I think the candles one too. He's like, do you think we really? He was like this young dude, voice of reason. Yeah. And this. <laughs> what do you feed your dog? <laughs> I feed him the necessary nutrients. He needs to be healthy. Isn't he a specimen of health? He's a specimen, all right. 
Um, yeah, I'm a little worried for your dog. I mean, I get it. I had an old dog. But. Well, I'm, I'm glad Rocco. you watched that. I'm going to watch that. So am I. Are Sounds you going to fast yep. forward me talking through that whole thing? I haven't decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob definitely came into mind. Six months later. Shut your mouth. I was trying to figure out how to get a Tess McGill in there. I, it was still interesting. Word challenges? Yes. Nice. Uh, speaking of things we've watched, I just finished up the series, the entire series of Better Call Saul. Oh, that's over? It's over. Oh, wow. It was incredible. Huh. It was incredible. I read um, from the creator, Vince Gilligan, I think is his name. He had wanted to shoot this so that if you ever watch Breaking Bad, which is you know the original show, that you would look at it differently now because of the characters in it and what you know now about their past. I found that really interesting. And I came to, I came to some epiphanies on this. You don't, you don't even need to know anything about Breaking Bad to understand this. When you watch all these fucking remakes of Star Wars and they keep doing this shit like Obi-Wan Kenobi, they're forcing stuff down our throats about characters that we already love. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian worked because it was somebody new that we didn't know anything about and he has his own story and journey. There's pieces that overlap and you see some of those characters we love like Luke, but they're never used too much. The real character in the story is the Mandalorian. You look at Boba Fett, they ruined the character we loved. You look at Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's a continuation. Some people like it, some people don't. But it's a continuation on something we already loved and they're kind of just forcing it now. Whereas Breaking Bad was this epic tale. It's one of my favorite shows on TV ever. Agreed. Because it didn't waste a single scene. If you take out any scene in that entire show, there's something else that doesn't make sense. You can't say that for all the TV shows you watch. Look at Lost. You get rid of whole seasons. (laughs) As an example, and it would still make sense. Breaking Bad wouldn't. Something else falls apart in the equation. So it was a really interesting show. You're rooting for this bad guy. The way it ends, it's just the music in it, all the little details, the fact that they didn't talk down to the audience and explain things to you. They assumed you were going to figure it out because you're smart. I liked that stuff about it. They take the one character, Saul, Saul Goodman, and they're going to create a whole backstory for him. He's going to get his own show. It ends up going five seasons. And... At the time, I'm like, I didn't even really like the character on the show. I don't know why I would watch this. Two seasons come out. I never even look at it. Third season's about to come out. Everybody's raving about it and talking about it. I'm like, ah, let me go back and check it out. <laughs> I watched the first season. I blow through it at the time it was on Netflix. And I loved it. It was really good. And it's not touching too much into the Breaking Bad universe. Like, you don't even really know it's out there. They just He's doing his own story. They bring in other characters still from that Breaking Bad universe, but it's all big characters that you never got too much of, so they're not beating you over the head with it. And then the story itself, like this Better Call Saul, Saul Goodman, is a ridiculous character. When he was on Breaking Bad, it's like nobody's like that. It doesn't really make sense. He wouldn't be like that. To me, it was always kind of a flaw. Like a sleazy lawyer. He's a over like, the top. Yeah. He is over the top. He is a sleazy he's, lawyer. He's what gives lawyers a bad rap. Right. Right. It felt forced. This show corrects that for me. They had it right the whole time. I just didn't see the vision. You I see, did like that about him in Breaking Bad. You see I this story, fit. you completely understand how he got there and, and why, and it completes his story. And he's got a fantastic story. It was absolutely incredible. There are so many twists and turns in this thing that I never saw coming from beginning to end. And the way they, the whole show is taking place before Breaking Bad, but they'd give you these glimpses 
of after Breaking Bad, and those are shot in black and white. Mm-hmm. And it creates, and there weren't a ton of them. It was, you know, every season there was just a few scenes. Mm-hmm. And then this season there was a couple whole episodes because now you're really showing how this is going to wrap up and end. The ending is fucking beautiful. It is just they tie everything together in a way that is so satisfying, mm. but not great. But it's sad. You're like, yes, this is what was going to happen. It makes sense. I get it. <laughs> it is one of the best endings. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but if you've never seen Better Call Saul, go back and watch it. It's an incredible show. You're really going to like it. TJ was just re-watching before the newest seasons, which I jumped back in on. and uh it is. It's so well written. It's so well shot too. Yeah, it is a good show. I, I've not finished it, but it's good. So you did you finish it, MJ? No, I okay. ha- we still haven't okay. started the newest yeah. season. Gotcha. But you said it's on. It's not on Netflix. It's now. on AMC. It's on AMC. So you have to wait for a year then before <laughs> well, you can watch it. Can you borrow your login? <laughs> no. <laughs> Going back to break uh, Woodstock. At the time, this was what ninety nine. Yes. I lived with uh, two other buddies and me. We rented a house together. And then one of them had one of those black cable boxes that you got the free channels. And they did a three-day pass on Lollapalooza. Not Lollapalooza. Um, Woodstock. 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 Fuck, I'm high still. <laughs> and they showed the stage a lot and the fans a lot. And I just remember it was like live all the time, uncensored. And it was filthy. There was just nudity everywhere. I remember Andy Dick, who I didn't really know well at the time, was on stage just fucking whipping his dick out mm. just his hog was right there mm. sounds like an andy dick move yeah it was it was really funny it was chuck weird you know i just remember thinking like wow <laughs> i mean yeah. if named andy like, dick. someplace i couldn't handle yeah that's where they <laughs> talked about like people crowd surfing and just you know caught feeling ladies up that were crowd just violating their bodies as yep. they're just trying to have a little fun and crowd surf. i get that your butt might get moved along but to like cop feels and grab breasts and stick your hands between legs like that's not cool get out of there get out of there have, uh, then better call Saul it was really good <laughs> we're back and forth yeah. wait, wait, wait. We're, we're fucking flip flopping here <laughs> I usually I will tell ends of things and spoil them for everybody but this is so fresh and it was so good and I bet there's a shit ton of people that watch Breaking Bad that never tried this do yourself a favor. You were going to be so happy. Fills in so many gaps that you didn't even know you wanted filled. <laughs> Phrasing. Phrasing. You said, you said you should, if you've never tried it. If you've never tried Breaking Bad. If you've never tried, better call Saul. Better call Saul. Yeah. <laughs> if you've never tried it, why. better call Saul. I guess it's like if you never tasted it. I don't know. Never mind. Bad girl. <laughs> I too am high. Oh, man. <laughs> I have no idea what's going Did anybody, on. I know we've talked about this a couple times, but it, you guys had talked about maybe checking out Orville. Have any of you guys watched or started watching the third season yet? I started watching none of it yet. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, I right. started the first episode. <laughs> of the third season? No, the first. Got it. Good Did job. you do the third season? Is it out yet? Yeah. No, well, gonna... It's now on Disney Plus, so I just started watching. I saw, this is I the new the f- one? Yes, this is the newest one. Correct. Newest season. Yeah. Wait, wasn't there one about to come out? Or is this the season that's about to come three, out? Season three just finished. But they oh, just okay. switched over from Paramount Plus or wherever it was. No, I'm sorry. It was on Hulu. They moved all the episodes right. over to... I know Disney we Plus. talked about this yeah. a while ago, but I was just getting the order down. Yeah. Originally at Fox, 
You moved to Hulu, finished season three at Hulu. Yep. Now season four is about to come out. You may, just may watch, come out. May we'll come see. out. Yes. I went to, they haven't um, started season four. Oh. A different channel. <laughs> <laughs> On Paramount Plus. Yes. Before it gets moved over to AMC. Yes. Yeah, just when you start getting into it and hooked, got to subscribe elsewhere. I just deleted a couple apps. I got rid not deleted, but unsubscribed. I got rid of Paramount Plus, Showtime, because I finished Shameless finally. That was great. Another great ending to a show. Really? I mean, that thing went 10 seasons. I didn't like the end. What? What didn't you like? I only made it like I'm not five. attacking. Sorry, I'm high. That may have seemed like an aggressive tone. Uh, it was a surprise tone. I don't know. I, I think I was, after Fiona left the show, uh, Emily Rossum, just wasn't the same to me. And the end just wasn't... I don't know. It was too like happy for them. Uh-huh. I mean, other than Frank died, but so I spoiler alert. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, I fell out of love with the show when Emily Rosam or whatever her name is left. It wasn't quite the same. I still watched. Yeah. And then when the last season came out, they got to a point where they went on break because of the pandemic. When they took that break, I stopped watching. I was kind of done with the show. My Jerry kept telling me, he's like, it was really good. I finished it. It was really good. It was really good. It was really good. It was really good. I heard this for since, I don't know, it's been a year since it's yeah. been over, I think. So I finally just went back to it a couple weeks ago and watched the last six episodes or however many there are. I loved it. And I think it's because I took a break for so long and I kind of missed those characters. Yeah, and I it is happy. And the last season is funny. And some of the things they do were ridiculous. And, I, and the whole Frank at the end, like trying to OD... Um, and then wakes up. He's like, "Oh shit!" Like I was dying. It was fantastic. I, I really enjoyed it. So, okay. I mean, uh, it's one of my favorite shows. I love that show. I mean, it, it was great for a long time. All right, now we're gonna flip right back to the Orville. Yeah, this is the most disjointed episode. Are you doing that done. on purpose? I wasn't. I I segued us off on accident. Oh. to talk about that because I got excited when I said shameless for some reason. Oh, because I talk about canceling apps. I don't know. Because I We're got all high. The place. Because I got hey. high. Because I got high. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I remember where we were. And where we were was the fucking Orville. I, so far, true. I've tied up every loop. Yes, you have. Yeah. You've done a great job of doing that. Uh, I was really impressed with the first two episodes because of the topics that they covered. So the Orville... It's known as a comedic, you okay? I didn't tie up one loop. We got to get back to, but go ahead. Okay, well, we'll transfer here in a moment, I guess. Let Uh, Tim have his moment. I'm so sorry. I just remembered. I need a moment, that's for sure. (laughs) But I think it it would be cool. All right, I got to refocus. And I'm sorry, I'm high. Let's reboot that. What? Orville. Yes. You started watching season three. You had not watched it before? I have not because I didn't have access to Hulu. And now you have it on Disney. Definitely. And you're enjoying it. First two episodes left off right where. I'm sorry, started off right where they left off. Okay. Um, is a, that a good thing? It is a good thing because the, the one thing that I'm impressed about or- Orville and Seth MacFarlane in, in his writing is that they really tackle some subject matter that other shows tackle, but maybe don't dive as deep philosophically into the subject. Really? Like, yes. So like old school Star Trek. To make you feel like old school start. I mean, those were lessons learned on things that yeah. most people weren't talking about. Well, there was a, there was one episode that they did in season two that was basically a gender reassignment episode. Yep. Right. Yeah, we, we, we talked, talked about, about that before. The first two episodes of season three. The first one is about suicide. Oh. Both sides of the fence. So yeah, and the way that they tackled it was very impressive. The the next the second episode that they did um, 
was more along the lines of uh, religious aspects of, you know, demons and evil, right? Um, and and it was an alien race, right? That they've now Jesus. I didn't think he was gonna make it. That was a big jump. <laughs> he, big you said you wish you were dead, and he just fucking jumped off that stool. You <laughs> tried to take. Man, Rocco, you're better than that. Don't worry about him. Don't let him hurt your feelings. Rocco. I think he is stuck at the top of the stairs. <laughs> He's in a glass case of emotion. Tim. So you like an Orville. That's good. I am like an Orville. <laughs> <laughs> this poor Orville show. The second, uh, the second episode was based on uh, religious beliefs, right? So um, one alien race believing that if you went into a certain place in space uh, that you were going to be met with demons and evil and you know you were going to die and you know they basically say well do you have any factual proof of this happening this is like a rick and morty episode right the same thing happened yeah and they in, in, yeah. in morty's mind benders yeah well i gotta say you know i'm a little envious your species has an actual afterlife that's gotta be nice what do you mean well you know here on earth we don't know what's going on it must be nice for you guys to you know have that have that proofs in the pudding you know evidence evidence there's supposed to be evidence um they go into this expanse where there's no stars or, or solar systems it's just dark and they find this you know there's a distress beacon that they're chasing after ends up being a in another alien race that literally manipulates the body or body chemistry um, to be their race. That's how they populate their race is by infecting other bodies. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. We're going to be fast forwarding all kinds of shit in this episode. Between <laughs> <laughs> my Breaking Bad and your Orville and your... Chuck, you're up, man. What do you want to talk about? What can you, you want me to ramble about what something? What can you go on for 20 minutes about? Yeah. Oh, man. I go I go on for 20 minutes about that love sack, man. Holy shit. Oh, you got your love sack. Love sack, sack oh, yeah. baby, love sack. Get it out. <laughs> Phrasing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, do you want to talk about your love sack? Oh, no. Um, I spent a lot of time in there recently. You that's for that, sure. man. Yeah. I, I was more just kidding, but no, it's fantastic. I, you know, I wasn't sure, obviously, how much I would like it. It was mildly pricey, but uh, it, was it, pricey. it was so good. Oh, my God. It's very I pricey. I spent so much time in this thing. How many times have you jerked off in it already? Oh, like two. A dozen. That a boy. Yeah. A dozen. Me oh, two, him a dozen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That thing is so fucking comfortable. Yeah. Like, you don't want to get up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's the oh, point, man. right? Yeah. I get stuck. I was sitting in the last night just listening to the D&D episode. Yeah, yeah. And just high as can be. And, man, you just float in this thing. And it's so relaxing. And I, I mean, now that the loft is, like, done, I don't have to take anything up there. You know what I mean? Now you can enjoy it. Yeah. I, oh, my God. I go up there every night. Yep. I, I'm up there up and down from there all day. I only go there in the afternoon when he's at work and he doesn't know I'm in there. Yeah. Except I'm there for like 90%. It's that 10%, baby. 10%. He goes, oh, man, you're welcome to stop by. You need a key or something? I go, no. (laughs) (laughs) We We had this conversation the other day. He goes, that uh, actually makes me a little nervous. (laughs) Yeah. Don't you worry about it. (laughs) So I changed my locks yesterday. When did you put the slide in? Yeah, on the twelfth of never. Do you know what happened? I do you know what happened? Nothing. TJ happened. Oh, we jokingly say, "Hey, TJ, we'll get you involved." Since he's building Mm, that deck out mm -hmm. there for MJ, 
We're like, man, you can help us with a slide. He's like, the slide? What are you doing? We told him. He goes, oh, yeah. You just got to make sure you support this, this, and this. He, like, names all the shit. And all of a sudden, Chuck's face is just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to need all that support. Like, that's going to be a lot of money. That was out the window. Yeah, well, I oh, need engineering. Uh, my... My bank account needs to recover a little bit. We've, yeah, you, you know, we've done that some was a surprise. Two really big projects, so and that was a surprise this year, right? Like um, one day it didn't exist, and the next day it did. And it's then like pregnancy. We've been talking about it for a while, but a baby duck and a baby <laughs> loft. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> thanks. Now take care of them. <laughs> now take care of them. <laughs> I am. I am. Yes, he cleaned the first one up. Speaking of that D and D episode last week, what was your favorite part? So first of all, I, I guess we should really talk about this for a minute. Our buddy Dungeon Master came over to put on this show for us, and he and I had talked about what we wanted to do. And I gave him brief descriptions, and I was like, have you ever seen that episode of Community where they do a really fast like D&D? It's like a 20-minute episode of them just talking and what they're going to do. Like That was my vision. I tell the story, and you make choices in the story. Okay, let's begin. You were all standing on a country road. Legend has it the evil dragon Draconis dwells nearby, guarding a massive pile of treasure. Working as a team, your goal is to track down the dragon, kill him, and then claim the treasure as your own. And I was like, just real basic. You do the storyline. This is what I want in us. You know, the five of us, four of us and Reginald. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And he's like, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to make MJ a bard because, you know, she keeps singing on the episodes. And bards <laughs> sing. I'm like, that's a great idea. And I'm like, I want to do something horrible to Chuck that he's not going to see coming. I'm like, can we like make him like say all this great shit he does? Like he's this great wizard and he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> but I really felt like that might slow shit down. So I was like, I'm like, we need to come up with something. He's like, how about he's like really senile? So every time he tries to do something, like the wrong thing will happen, but it'll still have the same effect. I'm like, oh my God, that's genius. Let's do that. Uh, so Tim, he's like, you know, Tim's always angry. Um, he's like, he should be a dwarf. I'm like, that's a great idea. I'm not always angry. Oh, okay. Uh, am I? It goes right back to that 90% rule <laughs> we just talked about. Yeah, so I was, I thought you're it was angry like, in a good way. I thought it was yeah. like 80, 20. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can have 80, 20. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, you're splitting hairs, man. Like 83, 17. Okay. All right. <laughs> 83% of the time. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he, didn't, he wasn't telling me what he was going to do with me, but that was like rough stuff. And then I, I told him at one point, you know, certain things I'd like to have in there. So he did that. But I didn't know any of the story. I didn't know what we were going to do. I didn't know what we had to do. So that was fun. But when he sat down, he's like reading like a script. And he had like a big stack. I didn't know how much of that he was going to do. And to the lizards at home, you don't know. I mean, it was like an hour of him reading something and we'd react to it. He'd read something we'd react to. It. We weren't really doing anything yet. It was well written, but it wasn't what I wanted for the show because on the show you need to be a little faster. It's got to keep everybody's attention. So I had to edit some of it down and we talked halfway through and then you can tell there's a different point. You get to 35 minutes in the show and that story changes very quickly and that's when all of a sudden we're all talking really fast and doing a lot of things. And that was my vision. I loved it. I, I thought, thought the great, whole yeah. story was outstanding. He did a wonderful job, and I'm glad he didn't listen to what I wanted him to do because I don't think it would have been as epic, and I don't think we would have had those funny moments. So I'm very happy with what he did. Uh, it seems to be a really popular episode already, so in the future we'll do another one, but like six months down the road, and we'll continue that story with the same characters. But yes, Tim, what was your favorite part? Let's start with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. O overall, I thought the storyline was great. And I think you need that upfront part. 
right? I, you yep. need to understand some of the background because that's how the stories are established, at least within the D&D realm. Not it's like be- a pilot episode. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, to, draw, it has to draw you in. To yeah. give you an example, the Duchess was out for a walk because she listens to the show. She got home and like 15 minutes into it. She's like, it's not my favorite. <laughs> she was like, I don't like being read to. I'm like, it gets better. Just be patient. So we talked this morning and she loved it. Yeah. She, she thought it was hysterical. But continue. Uh, my favorite moment is is is, is the, well, the the bull donkey. The, the, the bull the, the mule. Each of your horses drops from exhaustion. They are no longer usable at this point. But Bocephus is all right. He just needs a rest. Bocephus is doing pretty rough right now. I give him an apple. He's doing better. All right. <laughs> we leave them to rest. Yeah, but they're going to the be a giveaway. Effects. Somebody's going to find them. I castrate the donkey before I leave him. <gasps> what? Why? Because you are angry. Because his dick got bigger oh, than yours. Wow. Why would you do that? Because his dick got so big. Roll. Maybe he came you might ball. get hungry. You got to roll for it. <laughs> you want some Buell balls? <laughs> you roll. never know, man. Roll for it. Uh, see, uh, see if you can castrate uh, it. Perfect. Uh, 16. Yeah. <laughs> you do it. You do it. For no reason at all. The Buell. That was my favorite moment, yeah. too. <laughs> which, which one? There was a bunch the that happened. With all of the that resurrection. So good. The <laughs> resurrection was great. <laughs> Teleporting it in instead of Bocephus was fantastic. Yeah. It was, was so there was, funny. There was a lot that happened in a row. Let's not spoil it in case somebody hasn't watched it, but so much happened so fast in that that was just right off the top of people's tongues. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, it, just, I agree. it rolled off the story. Yep. Again, once you get to that 35 minute mark, it gets so funny. So. There might be people that love the show and listen every week, but don't do D&D, so they skipped out on it. True. Just yeah. fast forward to the 35-minute mark, and then from there, listen, because it is so funny. It's a really it's great hilarious. story. It really is. Yeah, the Buell stuff was good. That was original, and you can't plan for that stuff. That came out of nowhere. It was mm-hmm. so organic. Chain of events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was great. Chuck, what was your favorite thing in the show? Um, aside from, you know... The Buell thing, I guess. I, I really enjoyed the potion thing when I was telling you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With the <laughs> lavender, the lavender oil and the peppermint. <laughs> Put hey, some man. peppermint yeah. on my sword. The yeah. peppermint goes on the sword. The lavender goes on your wounds. Don't mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> They're clearly labeled. <laughs> I had a really fun time with that. I actually, I actually had a blast the entire time. It was great. Yeah, that was. Um, Some of the things that were said and done, I did not appreciate in the moment, and then you go back and you listen to it, and it was so funny to me. So you talking about the lavender and the peppermint, I didn't really think it was that funny at the moment, but listening to it then afterwards in the show, I was dying. I thought that was so funny. I thought it was funny because they're like senile moments, right? Like, yeah. like, that's the whole yeah. point. Like, it was in character almost. <laughs> what about yeah, you? No, I, I was yeah. definitely, there was a bunch of things that I was doing and you were like picking at me and I'm like, wait a minute. I was trying to, anyway. Um, like just do it? Yeah. Like the teleport? I don't know. Just do it. So the my, teleport thing was funny. That was on purpose. You were like... Chuck the wizard, old man, the great hear wizard, <laughs> teleport Bocephus right here. 
That's not how teleport works. All right, don't D&D it. Do what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll try. So far, he hasn't pulled much of it off. It's a three. Gonna be really bad I'm for both safeness. So <laughs> I was gonna fix your blindness, but you know, don't worry. I just turned your horse to spaghetti. What's happening? I'm gonna get the buell, aren't I? It's a large donkey bull-like creature <laughs> appears above you, still moaning quietly in pain, and collapses down, crushing one of your legs. Jesus Christ. Jesus. You are the worst. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's your turn, Duke. Well, what I wanted to happen was you. I wanted my horse. I held out my arm to my right and just like had my palm open. And what I wanted was my horse to be teleported to me because I was blind. Yeah. And then I would just saddle it and tell the dog, or tell the dog, that's the name of my dog. I was going to tell my horse then to charge him and I was just going to slash like it was going to be this beautiful thing. But it didn't happen that no, way. Did I told you that's not how teleport works. I tried to tell you. Damn it. MJ, what'd you like? I really enjoyed Dungeon Master's writing. If I'm really sitting back and appreciating what he did with all that, um, I'm highly impressed. The second mate was Hooper. By God, he was a trooper. He jerked and jerked until he worked himself into a stupor. The bosun's name was Andy. By God, he had a dandy. We crushed his cock upon a rock for coming in the brandy. But uh, once we started getting into it, I I was a little nervous at first because I wasn't sure I was totally catching on. But then I was following Tim's amazing lead. Yeah. So he really bit into it. He did. He Tim like me oh, like she's just a wee little at you. Came last. out of the gate. I want to for real play D&D with up. Tim. Now. I'm down, like, dude. Whatever. Like legit. But once I like understood my character and some of the strengths and the weapons and things and yeah. how to use them, then I was feeling like I was getting it. Nice. It you were for sure. Getting right? that yeah. D&D. That was fun. It looked like you were having a good time. I had some amazing moves, did I not? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> did you? We all, we wait, all wait, wait, did. Hey, did. We all did. We Everybody all did. had a moment. No, not yeah. you. <laughs> not you. Chuck. Chuck but, the, but, but that was a that was a story thing as well. We're a character. We had a I also fumbled. I mean, not fumbled, but oh my God, I rolled so bad every time, which is great. I think it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I loved every bit of it. Twice. When I had advantage. Yeah, that's For those right. who don't know, when you have advantage, you get to roll twice and you take whatever the bigger number is. If you roll a one, you're not too worried because you get a second roll. Man, rolling a 20 sided die and rolling a one twice, that sucks. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I loved it. I loved your creativity, all of you. I loved how you just got into the moment and enjoyed it. It was a bitch to edit um, because we just put so many extra sounds and music in it. Chuck really helped out in finding stuff. Great time. I really yeah. enjoyed it. We'll do it down the road again, but it'll be a while. I'm going to castrate something else next time. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I, I was thinking when I talk in the next episode about Ian Flux, that's what I want the Dungeon Master to channel when okay. he creates my next character. Okay. Or I can keep on rolling with what... Lady... Lady... That's usually Lady what Meredith. happens. Yeah. But then you can morph into... Oh. Yeah. You can model your character... Oh. She can learn. You can upgrade. Yeah. Okay. You can learn your skills. 
Mm-hmm. Your yeah. D&D skills. Yeah. Pretty close to that already, I think. It's like A&M. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about... Uh, oh, there's, there's a handful of things I still want to talk about, but I want to talk about Predator, the new Predator movie on HBO. Predator yeah. Prey. On uh, Hulu. Fuck, that was great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, I watched the trailer and I'm very excited. So do not oh. fucking oh. spoil Are you fucking kidding fucking me? thing right now. Well, 40... Oh, 46 <laughs> is going to be when we get to talk about Predator Prey then. Okay. It better be. It's on Hulu. It's a two-hour movie. It is as good as the Schwarzenegger movie, if not better. Agreed. And it's different. It's different. It's its own thing. Go watch it. We're going to talk about it next time. You have uh, you have two weeks to watch it before you get into Predator Prey. Uh, crossing that off my list. But the actress in that, what's her name? Uh, her last name is Mid Thunder. Mid Thunder. She was in um, Legion. I don't. I, I don't. I can't remember her first name. It's actually a full Indian cast, which is really neat. But she was Native in the, American. Yeah. Okay. Native American. She. Man, I'm really. I'm old. <laughs> I know I need to adapt, but sometimes it's hard. It's not. That I I'm, <laughs> it just. I, it's habit. Yeah. It's just you got the habits. Um. She was in the show Legion. Which Legion was a cool DC Comics show that had been done, but it's not. I'm sorry, not DC. Why did I say it was DC? It was Marvel. Yeah. It's like Professor X's son. Uh, that's who it's about. It Legion was, is yes, yeah. and he has split personalities, but you don't know that in the beginning. So spoiler it's alert. Interesting. Hugh <laughs> <laughs> so, Star Wars mu- music, right? So, <laughs> but that show was really interesting. She was in it, and she played a really neat character. This yeah. guy. And had an imaginary friend when he was a kid. Well, he manif- manif- manifested manifested her. That was his power. And then she's lived in the real world just when he's thinking of her. Like he thinks like he wants to play with his imaginary friend. She comes out. He's aged. Now mm-hmm. he's like in his 50s. And he still has this imaginary friend that's the same age. It was this actress. She did a really good job. Is that not how it worked? No, it was the wrong <laughs> actress. <laughs> that's Aubrey Plaza that you're thinking of. No. Yeah. No. Challenge. Okay. Joint? Ooh. Joint bet. No. Oh, my God. Well, then why are you correcting me Seriously. if you can't back it up? You back it up with a joint Fine. where you just hold your thoughts to yourself, I'm sir. sorry. Just get a little packet. Yeah, MJ, can I? No, I'm <laughs> No, I smoked the last one. <laughs> Did you? Because you got all the rune joints together. <laughs> <laughs> Made one big joint. Yeah. Sorry. You asked me. I was wrong. So what's funny about that character... We're going way off topic. Why not? This is a weird fucking dumb episode. <laughs> that, uh, that show Legion has this character on. He's this older guy in his 50s. And he has this imaginary friend that comes out of him. And Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. No, it was an imaginary friend for sure. And it was the Indian girl. Native American. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't remember that. that. I just remember her being in there. The I'm guy sorry. on the show was kind of strange to me. He was just a little weird. I hadn't seen him as an actor before. And then I'm watching Sesame Street with my son. This was a few years ago. He was really young. He was like three. And that guy is on that show. He played oh. a character on Sesame Street that was like reoccurring. Huh. Where kids would be like, no, get the umbrella. And he'd walk over and grab like an orange cone. Like, no. Vast- no. no. You need a piece of paper. Vastly different shows. Yeah, totally different shows. <laughs> so I had to pause it and run and get my wife. I'm like, this dude is on a show I watch called Legion that is fucked up. <laughs> But that's what the Indian girl was. Yeah. I remember him. He had glasses. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Good guess. Well, there you go. Anyway, 
that was, I don't even know what I'm crossed off my list. Did, what did we just fucking talk about? Well, we were talking about prey. Predator or prey. Pred, predator, prey. No, we, we were putting a pin in Predator Prey. Oh, yes. and we were talking about her. That's where she came from. Oh, yeah. Got yes. it. Yeah. Okay. Since you killed Predator and Prey, we'll talk about other things we've killed. Let's talk about put Olivia Newton-John. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, put a pin in it. Okay. One, that Two is a professional transition, and I commend you on Thank it. You. Two, Thank you. Two, shit, we killed someone else. Kind of somebody's superpower. Start with Bob Saget. Who's? Why is it mine? <laughs> oh my god! I don't want that to be my superpower. Can we say that's MJ's? MJ, which no. mine's going downstairs fast. Oh, that's right. Wow. All right. Like slipping? No, like like I'm like super like fast. A cheetah. No, it's just like really fast. Jumps downstairs. He's very proud of it. It is mildly impressive. He's very fast. I agree. Probably nobody else can do it. I'm going to do it on video. There's a stair race. Do I'm it. I'm going to race all of you downstairs. And you're oh, going to be win. flabbergasted at how I, get, how I get to the bottom before you're even halfway down. Well, we all can't fit do on you have my to touch staircase each stair? at once. You don't have to. I do. Okay. I mean, that's just how I do it. Yeah, sure. I I you're going to inch yourself if you jump from the top of those stairs. <laughs> 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 I did. Like, I would jump from the top. It's going to hurt your feet really bad. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's thinking about sliding feeling. down the rails, what he's thinking. Uh, oh, still luck like sits think. two no, inches away rail. from the wall. There's no cheating. You're actually going downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. All right. Yeah. I'll beat you. That's we'll my superpower. We'll have to set the timer. So Tim's the killer then, because he's not fast downstairs. He doesn't understand when shit's adjacent. I can't find another power for him, so it's got to be killing people. Cool. Ooh. All right. <laughs> terrible so Tim. Bob's. See, I don't think he was too. there for Bob Saget. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> that was just you and I. God damn it. Okay. Bob, who, who's the list? We have a list. Reginald, just put a list in the liner notes. Please. <laughs> He's going to put the list in the liner notes. Yep. Good man. Um, Olivia Newton John. So we talked about her because Chuck wanted to hear a song that came at him in waves. And that I put on Xanadu, which does not come at you in waves. But it made me laugh because he was really stoned. He just listened to the whole thing. And when it was finally done... I go, that was Xanadu. He goes, oh, I know. <laughs> Which I probably didn't. <laughs> well, they just say so it a hundred times in the song. Yeah, but I still probably didn't. <laughs> so we were talking about Livy Newton-John, and in an episode a few before that, we talked about her song, Twist of Fate, because I fucking loved it. I was a huge you Olivia Newton-John. I did. I absolutely did. I don't know if I cut it out or not. I don't know if it made an episode, but we talked about it. And I love that goddamn song. So then I ended up playing in the Dungeons and Dragons episode as an ode to her and Twist of Fate is really cool when yeah, it comes to D D stuff. It so poor Olivia Newton John. She passes away. I think she was my first love. Like movie love, TV show love type thing. Hmm. It went like her and then Heather Thomas from The Fall Guy. And then Marky Post and Night Court. I went through a really weird lawyer phase, I think. I will have you know that I'm not the prude everyone thinks I am. But, uh, no, that's not funny. I'll oh, we'll get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting Your for more. references are just sometimes a little older than I am. Damn it. You never yeah. watched Tally Night Hall. Wait, you never watched Night Court? <laughs> I watched Night Court, I but I wouldn't Night remember Court. any of the yeah. people's names. Oh, okay. That's because well. we're old. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm older than Tim. Yeah. <laughs> but Tim. Well, you Tim, guys didn't grow up with TV either. Tim likes old That's shit. True. I did. <laughs> I, I watched Night Court at my cousin's house. Anyway, because they had a TV. Yeah. <laughs> we're not talking about Night Court. We're talking about Living in Chad. Yes, Show respect yes, yes, yes. respect to mm-hmm. She was so lovely, and I loved her voice. Oh. She had the voice of a soft angel. I'm getting a boner just thinking about her. <laughs> So I talked about a movie she was in called 
twist of fate is the song the two of a kind her and john travolta this is after the huge success of greece they do another movie together and it was so good it's filled with other people you know gene hackman plays god that's all you need to know really neat movie it's in the 80s my mom took me to it i was pretty young i've always loved her i watched xanadu even though it sucked because she was in it, Gene Kelly was in it. I really like Gene Kelly from Singing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. And ELO did the music for Xanadu, which I didn't even know until recently. And ELO, I went down that deep dive on them. Am I just talking really fast? No. No, you're no. good. Okay. Go. I feel like I'm just spitting out shit. ELO played the music for Xanadu. I started to fall in love with ELO after Tom Petty died because Tom Petty was in that band, Traveling Wilburys. Sorry, this is all coming together in my head. Which had Jeff Lynne in it. was like, well, who the fuck's Jeff Lynne? I know who Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Roy Orbison, and Tom Petty are, but who the fuck is Jeff Lynne? Well, he's the lead singer from ELO. Xanadu. Boom. <laughs> and that all wrong. we're back. And then I love Olivia Newton John from Greece. Yes. Fucking loved Greece. I watched it when I was like six years old. My best friend Amy, when we were in kindergarten, used to listen to that fucking vinyl album. We'd put it on and dance around the pole. The support beam in the basement. Yeah, we got you, man. Yeah. Oh, you, you've sang for us mm-hmm. on that this show. Rings a bell. <laughs> yes. So sure. anyway, that's what Olivia Newton-John meant to me. I know. And I really felt bad for her. And you know who else I felt really f- sorry for? Mm. John Travolta. Mm. I'm not a huge fan of his by any means. I mean, he did have me kicked out of a casino. Right. That's a, a different story. Once. One time. Is that him or you? It was definitely Duke. <laughs> you mean it was my fault? <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, it was my fault. Okay, well, then don't be mad at no, John Travolta. No, I'm, I'm just pseudo-mad at him. He should have rolled arch with... Enemies. He should have... No, Celine Dion's my arch enemy. Yeah. He should have rolled with the punches. That was a funny fucking joke. Anyway, I get escorted out. Nope, that's a different story. Living new John, John <laughs> Travolta. I feel sorry for him because, like, there's this moment in Greece when he sees her, and he goes, Sandy? She's like, Daddy? And they like can't believe they're seeing each other. They yeah. were lo- they were loves for the summer. They were never going to see each other again because she was moving back to Australia. And I don't know, maybe their visas didn't work out. I don't know what happened. Right before he realized that he was being sweet and he had to go ahead and be a total douchebag. Yep. Turn back into douchebag mode. Absolutely. Yeah. God, you've seen this. Yeah. Great movie. Yes. <laughs> Great movie. Hello. So I feel like when they saw each other the rest of their lives, the next 40, 50 years, however long it's been, 50 was all right, 40 years. You that when they saw each other, Sandy, that's what he probably said. <laughs> <laughs> and she probably went, Daddy, and he'll never have that again. Mm-hmm. And that makes me sad. Mm. Sandy, but fuck you for throwing me out of a casino, John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's something I want to talk about. So, anyway, we killed Olivia Newton John because we brought her up again. We really got to stop doing that shit. Yeah, man. The odds are against us. I feel sorry for Bob Newhart. Did we just talk about him? Or did uh-huh. I dream that? He just did it now. So. But we talked about him, though, didn't we? I feel like <laughs> I we know, had a big conversation we? about Bob Newhart. Or I don't know. Have we that? talked about the Newhart show? Yeah, I think we brought I think up we brought the Newhart show. Point time. Yeah, that's been a we while. T- no, 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 no. I am so sorry. I was confusing a conversation I had with somebody else about how old Bob Newhart was compared to Mel Brooks. Were you guys there? No. Mm-mm. The fuck was I talking to about that? Might have been me. (laughs) Johnny. Johnny. Who the fuck is Johnny? Who the fuck is Johnny? I think it might have been Jerry. Who's Lou? No, it was you. You're like, is Mel Brooks still alive? Yeah. (laughs) I'm Lou. The sign outside? Oh, my. Yeah. 
There's a sign on the front that says, Lou's Tap. I'm fucking Lou. Who the fuck are you? It says fucking Lou's place. I am fucking Lou. <laughs> God, I can do this all night. All right. Um, I want to talk about a couple things real quick, going back to concert conversations. We talked about the sets. We talked about people you see. I didn't talk about this on this episode, did I? About the YouTube? No. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. That was last episode, which is next episode. Yes. Because we do these out of order. Yes. For no reason. All right. Real quick, just so the, the lizards know. I was at a concert. I came up with this idea. What if I just scanned the audience with my video camera? Just we walk through three minutes. You just see everybody walking towards me in all their different concert t-shirts. Could you guess which band they were there to see? There's like two headliners, so either one's a fine answer. So I did that. I recorded three minutes. I put it on YouTube. Look for on YouTube, 5th, 5th, 5th Dimension Lounge, and you'll see our video there. Go ahead and look at it. Throw in the comments what band you think people are there to see. I'm going to start doing this more often. I thought that was a lot of fun. I like to people watch. I love to people watch. And then we'll, yeah, me too. We'll, it's amazing. Then we'll critique them. Uh, I like to put people in the stories. So one of the bands mm-hmm. I saw the other weekend, um, unrelated, is Evanescence. Evanescence? Is that how you said? Mm-hmm. Evanescence? Evanescence, yep. So I have a question about a band like that. Are, are they peaked? Is that as high as they get? Mm-hmm. Like They're not going to write a hit song tomorrow. They're kind of done, aren't they? So they're just going to keep making new albums. None of them are, none of them are ever going to be as big as the old albums. And this is just their life now. Is that fair to say, or am I way off? They might, they might hit a. Yeah, they could. They could hit they a could. hit. They could hit yeah. a hit. Probably. <laughs> I think it's a long shot, but yeah. it could only, happen. You think so? Sure. Okay. Do you think? I, I feel like <laughs> probably not. I mean, it's been a while since their last. They've like, been around. Big hit. Right? They've been yeah. around. The They've been around for a long time. Wake me up, song. All right. Yeah. What me like up before no, you go, go. No, that was no, George Harrison. That album Michael. that that came from. <laughs> I feel like everything sound the same. Like yeah, one of those type, like a, a one trick pony. They have a sound. Yeah. Yeah, but you think of some people are gonna like this. I, I love them. Some people aren't gonna like this. But think of Weezer. Weezer had a lot of good music in the beginning, and then as they started to get a little bit like older, right? Mm-hmm. Probably after the Red album, right? They did some more poppy stuff. Beverly Hills. It right. started with fucking Beverly Hills. Right. Pork and Beans. But they get one of those songs. That? Wasn't that called Pork and Beans? There was another one called Pork and Beans. Yeah, yep. that's a great song. <clears throat> Isn't that before Beverly Hills, though? Uh, I think they're on the same album, actually. Might have been on the same album. Oh. Yep. I could be wrong. But they would get, I mean, that's that was a long time in between, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a, there's but, a possibility. But you're really comparing them to a band that has a much longer duration. They've been around since the yeah. early 90s. Sure, sure. And they have a tremendous amount of hits. Sure. They're not a one-trick pony. No, no. no. Evanescence has been around, I want to say 10 years at least. I guess that's the big difference, right? And they have like two hits. Right. Mm-hmm. So... In my mind, like if they're not going to write their big hit, I don't yeah. feel like it's coming. I mean, you're right, well, but I think Tim's just saying there's a there's a shot. You you know? you, they, you have them here as they were featured at the corn show, right? I did, yes. So I mean, they've made what they need to make a living. I think really, they do. So, but my <clears throat> thought process is, I'm just curious: Are the band members in that band thrilled with where they're at? And they know this is it. Like we're not going any higher. 
do they think there's still something bigger? Like, man, we just got to write one more song and we're going to be huge. We're going to be headlining next year. Are they delusional? Um, or are they just like sad? Like, this is it, man. We, Maybe we already just peaked. We're on our way down for their success. I think Maybe that they are. They, I would consider them a successful. If you're touring yeah, I, I and so. you're with touring with Corn, yeah. you're pretty successful. Yeah. In the rock and roll realm, yeah, I they've, agree. They've done their own headlining tours, and, and they're professional musicians. <clears throat> they've made a career and a yeah. life out of that. So I'm sure they they do well. Okay, it gives them the ability to be creative. It, that would be a mindset choice, yeah. I guess. Right? Yeah, you're right. Like one hit wonder people, you see interviews of them, and you have ones on one hand who are like, "I would, I could never fucking play that song again. I yeah, would yeah. rather die before I." play that song again and then you have the ones on the flip side who are like it was an amazing thing that we did we made this musical contribution to the world and people still love that song and new generations of people love that song so we want to play it all the time kokomo well (laughs) evanescence came out with corn for the last song just the lead singer did and they sang together. And I fucking love it when bands do that. It's been a long time since I've seen that. It's usually Fine. bigger bands. I was really happy they did that. So it was, it was a really neat little experience there. All right. It's, let's get out to the B I like side. the question, though. Yeah, I'm just curious. I'm not trying to badmouth them. I'm not shitting on them. I mean, they were, they, I don't know their music, and they did a mm-hmm. fine job, and I was into it. I was also smoking cereal milk, so I was just dancing. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'll tell you a story about cereal milk on the B side. No, I'm not going to. I don't know. Who's playing out with music tonight? I am. Yay! We're still pretty stoned, I would think, from episode 45 that you're going to listen to next week that we recorded two hours ago. What? I know. Oh, my gosh. I'm still stoned from that B-side. Do you guys want to smoke again, or are we just going to go with vape pens tonight for the rest of the duration? I'm good. Vape? It's up to you. Up to you. I don't think I have an enemy to get stoned right now. I'll vape. You good with that? I mean, I've been... I've been yeah. vaping <laughs> this entire Tons time, of... so it really doesn't matter to me. Oh, yeah. Now we're vaping. <clears throat> so what are we playing out with tonight, MJ? We are inspired by my attendance at the Leon Bridges and Little Dragon concert. I have my musical choices are influenced by that. So we're going to start with Leon Bridges, Bad Bad News. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great week. <gasps> See ya. <laughs> Thank you.
Have you ever noticed on our B-sides, whatever story we tell first, we're all yelling? Because we're, oh, we're all excited. The, no, we're talking over the music. Oh. Yeah. oh, I didn't think of that. So Leon had a, it looked like a polyester leisure suit that he was wearing on stage last night. But in the back of it, it said, I boogie, I comma boogie. Nice. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I saw an interview uh, with Post Malone not too long ago. It might have just been a YouTube video I came across or whatever. And Chuck, it reminded me of you. Oh, fantastic. Because he owns one of the Magic the Gathering uh, cards from Black your, Lotus. Yeah, the Black Lotus that from your, your artist. Me. Yeah. If I had that much money, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, took a little family trip together, went with some other family friends. Uh, big group of people that we know to up in Alpena to Long Lake and gorgeous area. So much fun. We have these 15 cabins in a row ish, about that many cute little houses, uh, all lined up. They go right up to the lake and in that free space in front of you, you're inside this hollowed out area. That's, uh, inside of a forest, right? You have your own little section carved off this 15 houses together. And there's two fire pits, and one's relatively close to our cabin, not too far. So every night I made a fire. Well, one of these guys that I didn't know, but was a friend of a friend, one night introduces me to his, his girlfriend. He's like, hey, this is Megan. I'm like, oh, hey, Megan, nice to meet you. She's like, I'm sorry, it's, it's Megan. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Megan? <laughs> she goes, no, Megan. Am I saying something different than you're saying? <laughs> She's it's Megan, M-A-Y-G-E-N. I go, okay. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little strange. A little strange. 
So we, and then she instantly didn't like you, probably. <laughs> so we're sitting around the fire, and this it gets late. It's midnight. This guy and his girlfriend Megan are over at a different place. They're not even with us. They're not part of our group, but they know our group, right? Our gr- group and their group are good friends, but they don't hang out all the time. Mm-hmm. They grew up coming here, so that group, a couple of them come over. They hang out at our fire for a bit. It gets a little bit later. Everybody's going to bed. It's me. Uh, my buddy Tony's kid is still there. He's 16, still around the fire. It's winding down towards the end of the night. This guy and his girlfriend, Megan. And everybody else gets up and leaves. It's, it's late. And we're sitting there, and I'm like, man, I just want this kid to go to bed so I can smoke my joint. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, this guy's going, baby, baby. She's like rubbing up on him like a cat. Like her back's on him, her front's on him, her head's on him. Like she's just rolling around all over him. She can't stop moving. He's like, baby, you got to sing. They want to hear you sing. She's like, no, they don't want to hear me sing. No, they do. They want to hear you sing. He pulls a speaker out of his pocket, turns it on, looks something up on his phone. I don't know this at the time, but he's looking up a karaoke version of a famous song. And she fucking starts singing. What? Not well. That's what I was wondering. Pretty bad. I mean, not my type. I didn't like it. He was really into it, apparently. Oh, way into it. She gets done. He's like, oh, baby, that was incredible. Baby, you think so? Yeah, baby, you're dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) And and Tony's kid and I are just sitting there like, well, that happened. (laughs) What do you say to that? He fires up a second song. Oh, no. Halfway through the third song, the speaker battery dies. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. And I'm like, well. Oh, she didn't just acapella it? Oh, no. So then they start having conversations. So this kid goes off to bed. And the only reason I'm even out there at this point was because it was my fire and I have to put it out. Sure. Right? So in, it's on its last leg. This is almost embers. I am doing everything I can to get this fire to go out. <laughs> You're sticking it. Next, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've put my beer around some of it. Like Spread I, I want to get out of this thing. So he starts telling me this story. He's like, yeah, so... I'm having, you know, she's got a really heavy period today. And so we were having anal sex and my goddaughter. He just offered this up. Yeah. I don't know this guy. I've met him. How old is this guy? He's about 42, 43. Okay. I've met this guy five times my whole life, maybe six. And each time we've talked has been less than 10 minutes. And this is how he starts the conversation. Yeah. So he goes through this in-depth story that I'm like, why like, I don't even know what to tell you. I don't know what the answer is to this question you're asking me, but and she, the whole time she's like, baby, as he's telling you, she's laughing and she's just rolling up all over him like a cat still. Like she's ready to take it again. Oh, yeah. I, I halfway was thinking they wanted to do a threesome. This is just the weirdest <laughs> fucking story that this is happening. So finally, I can't take it anymore. I'm like, yes, you're. Oh, so then, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Had they asked, I would have had to explain you, to the Duchess. You wouldn't have had a choice. Uh, this is what, how that conversation would have gone. The next morning, I'd be like, honey, she had a really heavy period. So It was only we, in her ass. No, we gave her an Eiffel Sour. <laughs> so, they tell, so he starts going and he's like, hey, man, you know, you know anything about marketing? I'm like, no, like I don't even want to have this conversation. I'm just no, I don't know anything about marketing. He goes, 
How do I get people I don't know to know about the stuff I want them to know about? <laughs> That's a cryptic fucking message. Ponderous, man. Right? Real yeah, no ponderous. Doubt. I go, I don't know, man. I guess maybe tell somebody you don't know real well and hope they'll tell people. Which I shouldn't have said. <laughs> that was a little Are spicy. you the person? I'm the person. Yeah. Did you sign up he goes, accidentally? He goes, <coughs> we do a lot of stuff at our house. Like, we do a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, we just have these parties, man, and we're playing games, and there's drugs, and there's sex, and it's incredible. And I think people want to see this. I'm like, all right, man. Want, that's great. I want to see it. I'm like, so why don't you go get some cameras and... You know, set up a couple of webcams. Say, oh, no, no, no. I want cameras in every room at different angles. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Can you see to it that this fire is put out? So the Duchess already doesn't like this chick because of the whole Megan conversation. She was there for the Megan? No, she thought she heard it wrong. She's like, what is her name? It was still Megan. Megan be Megan. <laughs> yeah, not Megan. It was Megan. I can't tell the difference. Exactly. Uh, it's. So we, we what, the, what the fuck? Night, night two, so bad. Night two, we're around the fire again, and here they come again. This time, it's a full cast. I got a good fifteen other people at this fire. Oh, like the swinger friends? No, these are my friends now. Oh. My <laughs> friends are still up, but these two swingers come back over. I don't know if they're swingers, but it sound, sure sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. I don't think their just games they are pinball only, machines. They just like, they're not swingers. They just enjoy the occasional orgy. I sure. think they have a pineapple on their porch. Oh, that's, several. Yes. Yeah. Story. So they come back over, they sit down, everybody's talking, everybody's, you know, they know each other from a long time ago. There's some reminiscing. And I turn to him and I go, dude, these people need to hear your, your girlfriend sing. <laughs> and he whips his head to her. He goes, baby. They want to hear you sing. No, they don't. Duke just asked. <laughs> he did? He did. Uh, this dude is takes, that what she did? This dude takes uh, control of the uh. speaker, plays the same songs from the night before, and she is horrid all over again. <laughs> the Duchess is sitting across from me, across from the fire. She, at the time, the smoke had been coming at her, so she had pulled her sweatshirt over her nose. So all you see is her eyes. She looks like Dracula, right? Arm across her face. You see her eyes over the little thing. And they are wide open and staring at me with nothing but hate. <laughs> nothing but hate. Is, this is a classic Duke shenanigan. She is so angry at me. So they get up and leave the fire. Like she gets done singing her first song. Couple people leave. She starts a second song. They didn't know this was a whole show. <laughs> We're just I did. getting warmed up. I did. And I didn't enjoy any of this. It was horrid. But when are you ever going to experience a train wreck like this around a fire again? A second time around. I wanted everybody to feel the pain. Yeah. I wanted everybody else to have a story. Yeah, and they you do. Could share. So she, you know, people slowly leave. The night ends. I'm back in, you know, conversations get. Horribly inappropriate. I let the fire go. I just leave this time. I don't even give a wow. shit. I'm not part of this. This is a, a them problem. So the next morning, I'm talking to the Duchess. She goes, why did you do that? <laughs> I'm like, because it was fucking funny. <laughs> she goes, but she's so bad. And now because you asked her, she's going to think she's good? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and you know what's going to happen? Somebody else is going to have a story. Yeah. That's oh, the long man. con. So Holy shit. This was two weeks ago. How, are, how is that? 
I don't so get it. This was two do, weeks ago. Today. Do you think the 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 boyfriend really thinks she's good? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, there is no doubt in my mind. Okay. He thinks right. she's incredible. Two weeks go by. This morning, you know, getting ready for the show, making notes on things I want to talk about. And to me, this is a funny story I want to talk about, but it's really close to the family. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. people know. Sure. People know. <laughs> and that's why I ask her. I'm like, hey, remember Megan? And all over again, she's angry. She's like, why did you do that? Why did you tell her <laughs> to sing? She's like, you got me all fired up again. Like, I'm sorry. Can I tell that show? Fuck yes, you can tell that, show, <laughs> that story. Tell it on the show. She was so mad at her. So that's uh, my M-A-Y-G-E-N Megan story. It's Megan. Did Sorry. I tell you guys about my uh, humanitarian effort a few weeks ago? Oh. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. This is a side of Tim I don't know. Yeah. So I was taking my youngest to, to camp, and uh, we noticed a guy that had broken down on his bike uh, in the in the like park that we were going to or whatever. And um, I told my son, I was like, hey, don't worry about him. Because he was asking if we could help him. I was like, yeah, man. Uh, but I'm going to drop you off at camp. And then I'll, when I come back, if he's still there and hasn't fixed his bike, I'll, I'll you know, see if he Put needs him in the back of the van and murder him. Yeah. All right. <laughs> see if he needs help. <laughs> Find his way underground. And anyways, <laughs> dropped my kid off, come back out. By this time, this guy had started walking into the park a little bit further. He's waving me down. He's got a, tube, a flat tube in his hand. Hey, man, you got a tube? Like, no, man, I don't have a tube, um, but I can, you know, I can take you to the bike station, the repair station in the park, or I can drive you to your car in the park. Um, he's like, oh, my car's not here. I was like, okay. Well, I assume he's got to live in the area pretty close where we're at right now. <clears throat> Those bikers, man, they go fucking far. Yeah, well, I didn't know what kind of bike this guy had. Oh, right? okay. Like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. Sure. <laughs> so I ask him. I'm like, well, you know, I can take you home. It's not a big deal. I don't have any meetings this morning. I got, I got some free time. And he Get goes, in my car, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you somewhere. Do you yeah. like Skittles? <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I live pretty far away. I'm like, well, how, how far can this guy live, right? And so he's loading his bike. And that's when I realized <clears throat> this guy has it, one of the like motorized bikes oh. and the batteries in it. So it, he can just pedal it or assist him, I guess. Yeah, he can go up to like 35 miles, 65 miles of charge or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so this he ends up living all the way out at like Haggerty and fourteen mile. Oh my, <laughs> so, that's a that's a hike. That's a it's hike like a thirty five minute drive yeah. from the camp we were at out there because I can't take the expressway because it's all broke ass down. You right took him all the way home. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> took, he took him to Tim's home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a box, but it was fine. <laughs> He'll be I, okay. He'll be I don't okay. Know if you know, man, they have Uber. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, man. I get it. I was, uh, that is quite a humanitarian I'm, effort. I wouldn't let I'm some surprised. strange monkey pox motherfucker in my car. I'm surprised he took you <laughs> up on the offer, to be honest with you. I know. Seven's yeah. the key number here. Think about it. Right. Seven, seven elevens. Yeah. Seven dwarfs. Seven, man. That's the number. Is that bad? And then I started thinking, I'm like, maybe. So I looked at other names like Casey. Like KC or Casey. Distinct different sounds. And you have Amy. Like A I M E E? No, it's Amy. Jenny. Jeannie. That's a different thing, man. Yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> that, a different that actually thing. sounds different. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. No, it's Jeannie. Oh, okay. Look, I get that. Right. <laughs> I think I got to tell you the story over again. <laughs> MJ should know. 
What? Urban Dictionary. Can you put something on Urban Dictionary real quick if I gave you words? This is a thing. Like to post it? Yeah. Like, I feel like we need I to put... I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. The reason I'm asking you guys to do it is because I don't want to. <laughs> All right. It's after 1030. I don't want to. Okay. It's like work. This is this is episode 44. Before episode 45 comes in, comes out, if one lizard, one lizard be so kind to go into Urban Dictionary and add a definition for bing bong and hagadaga, the low note, in Winnebago. And Winnebago is spelled W-I-N-N space, capital A-H, space, capital B-A-Y, space, capital G-O. Winnebago. Put it in the liner notes. Put it in the liner notes, Reginald. Sure, I'll do Man, it. If, if somebody could do that, that would save me so much time. We might even fire Reginald. That is like <laughs> clearly a Reginald thing that needs to get done. Can't wait. I mean, I don't even know what those definitions horrible. would be. What would the Hagadaga definition be? What would Bing Bong be? What does Bing Bong mean to you? You don't even know what that's from, do you? Bing Bong. Nope. Bing Bong. I just know it from you. Inside Out? I don't know what that is. It's an onomatopoeia. She's right. She's right. It took me too long to get what she said. I totally got it. That was hilarious. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 anime uh, animated movie uh, Inside Out, where oh, with the, the emotions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Who says Bing Bong? Remember the guy when she falls into the pit and she's got to get out. It's oh. the elephant character. Uh-oh. Clearly, Tim has seen this more than one time. Yeah. Bing Bong. I right. have no idea what you guys are talking about. All right, mm-hmm. that's an obscure reference. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What do you want it to mean? When you say it, what are you channeling? This is going in the Urban Dictionary. We can either make it another six to noon, or you can come up with your own definition. Bing bong. Okay. Your cuts are sometimes deeper than expected. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. The six to noon hurt. (laughs) That's what he's saying. But what the lizards don't know is there was a there was like a twenty minute conversation. I edited it out of an episode because for the third episode in the row we talked about six to noon and it was so fucking horrible, like we couldn't stop talking about it. And then Chuck made the joke. It's all we've talked about. Like this is a, I we might as well change the name of the podcast. Six to noon podcast. Yeah. So I cut out a huge section of us talking about it. And in, in that section, we read in great detail over and over again Urban Dictionary definition that's in there that somebody wrote. I can't remember who it was. Really? Who, but, I'm sorry. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Who wrote that? Okay, I wrote you that. You did. Okay. I wrote that. So you took... You were published, remember? So, so, published. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that to my resume. So you took <laughs> the word that we agreed I may have invented. Phrase. 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 Fucking whatever. <laughs> and you then decided what the definition was going to be of said word. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so to answer your question pinpointedly, no, I don't fucking care what anybody does with bing bong as a definition on Urban Dictionary because it doesn't fucking matter. Oh, I can't wait to see what the lizards create. There you go. <laughs> huh. That's the that's most exciting part I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, I hope somebody goes in great detail. All right. Well, we'll leave everything off the list. Yeah. My Urban Dictionary heart's already been ripped out once. Mm. 
<laughs> you should have been published. Let's go for a finishing but blow. He beat you. <laughs> Bing bong. Not, <laughs> not to mention the definition that is is now in Urban Dictionary references my name, I believe. Correct. I don't know. Maybe we should pull it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe you should pull it up. I just would have thought like you might have Nobody's looking up six to noon. I thought Tim might have because he was so offended. By I don't. It. I don't think you. I don't think. Uh, how could I ever prove? Uh, I guess I have the recordings. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? Nothing. You can change anything. It's like Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. Type over. You don't need recordings. Listen, Urban Dictionary people. <laughs> I created this. Fuck that guy, the Duke of Detroit. It's, it's not even a real name. It's not even who he is. It's what a, the fuck? That's an official website that is cited in court cases. <laughs> Only as the plaintiff. <laughs> Or would it be defendant? It's only as a defendant. Yes. It's the only defendant. as a defendant. Bum, bum. Dum, dum. Yeah. You ever watch Law and Order? No. No? It's Anybody like, see a Law and Order episode? Yeah. Uh, I've seen it in some episodes, okay. yeah. Is you know, they're on the like street. a billion seasons yeah. of oh, that yeah. freaking Sure. Yeah. But, you know, it's a great show for a hotel room. So, like, when you're, like, traveling for work, you turn it on, you know where you're getting. You so, know, when you're, like, in a hotel... <laughs> yeah, but like they they don't have like Hulu and shit, so you have right. to go through like TNT and just watch what's on TV. Yes. If you go to TNT or TBS, it's always Law and Order. You know what you're getting. It's not a big deal. You don't have to search forever through the channels. When this happens to me, every now and then, if you've watched the show, there's a crime and they show up and they'll say it's like May 10th, you know, on this street. I'm embarrassed to say anytime I see my birthday on there, I get excited. Oh, that person got killed on my birthday. <laughs> Oh, uh, the murder. Yeah, the murder my was on birthday, my birthday. Birthday murder. Oh, Yay. he's getting arrested on my birthday. Oh, he's going to prison on my birthday. It's happened a handful of times, and every time I get mildly excited. It's, it's embarrassing. I think that I'd get excited about that, too. And it's not even the year. It's just September 10th. Boom. Oh, look at that. There it is. Jot, jot down September <laughs> Believe me. I'm a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 20, 25 years of friendship. I had a buddy that was horrible with I dates. And not, I'm going to put it in there right now. He did not know his girlfriend's date. It, it wasn't her birthday then, but it came up. And he's like, I don't know when her birthday is. And she was offended. He's like, hey, when's my mom's birthday? She's like, I don't know. He goes, I don't know either. So you can't get mad at me for this. If you want to string together some old stories. Oh, oh my God. I want to talk about one more thing. Um, we were talking about old TV shows and we talked about Twilight Zone and you said you wanted to go back to it because it was, it was timely and referenced a lot. It was neat. Something like that. Yes. Okay. I want to go back and watch Tales from the Crypt. It was an HBO series that started somewhere in the mid nineties. It was incredible. It was filled with people you knew. They do Crypt Keeper. They would do bit appearances just like the Twilight Zone kind of stuff. William Shatner being on the plane. Yes. I want to watch that fucking show. You can't get it anywhere. What? Mm. Because in every episode they played music, and that was before they changed these music rights, so they have a really hard time getting the the music rights to those old episodes because they had modern stuff on it. Yeah. Um, as well as then there's some rights to the guy who owns the Crypt Keeper, I believe. But that sucks. They did like 10 seasons of that. It was a really fucking good it show. It was on the red. Yeah, yes. I remember watching that when it was on, I think. It was a, it was a it, horror show. And it was mm-hmm. like Twilight Zone. Like it was meant yeah. to kind of follow that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would start every episode with the Crypt Keeper. Oh, 
hello, creeps. This like skeletonish, ghoulish body who was funny, had a really high pitched voice, and he would explain something that was kind of funny but evil, and it would take you right into the episode. So, was it good for you too? Talk about head over heels. <laughs> it was incredible. It was mm-hmm. such a good show. And every episode would always leave you like, I can't believe that happened. Mm-hmm. And yeah. didn't, um, is this the one where everything would happen at 13 o'clock? Oh, I don't know. Like the, the clock mm. would strike huh. the know. 13th hour and that's when the creep show would begin. She remembered it was like know. a foggy outside of a castle or something like that. Yeah, and, and then he went of... through this like trap door yeah. that was like a, almost like a roller coaster down to his little lair. Yeah. Tears from the crypt. Something. Was, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that guy. I actually had this like 12 inch act tall action figure I bought in college that stood on top of my stereo and he was dressed in Hawaiian gear and he pushed his chest and he had like 10 different sayings and then I also had a Christmas CD that was Tales from the Crypt it was a Crypt Keeper singing Christmas songs <laughs> it was so bad but I loved it you know in your college you do stupid shit like that hey man so I want to I want to check out that show again. I got to find a way to do it. That was yeah. outstanding. That's something I would binge. I think you can find clips on YouTube. That could be fun. So what's the name of the dude that did Sixth Sense, the director? M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. He was attached to do a new series that was The Crypt Keeper a couple of years ago, and it fell through because of all the rights. And that's how I, I learned about the music. Uh, I mean, who's better than him to do that? That would have been a lot of oh fun. Oh, shit. That would have been a lot of fun. <clears throat> He likes things with a twist. A what? What the fuck was that? A twist. <laughs> oh. With a twist. With a twi- I don't oh, remember what that's Speaking from. of fucking a twist, did you try the fucking things that I sent you from Little Debbie? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. You sent Oh, the, the pictures? Yeah. You got me really excited because I thought you meant you mailed me some. I was like, I didn't even get them yet. <laughs> but you meant a text. <laughs> Use all your words. If you can drive some stranger home on their bike. Yeah, I can get some. you know, 30 miles away. Yeah, you could have dropped some little Debbies off. I got them at Walmart. <laughs> Did you bring any tonight? I didn't. Hmm. So everybody knows I'm a peanut butter Twix fan. So Tim sent me a text of a picture of these little Debbie peanut butter looking things. He said these are pretty close to peanut butter Twix. Have you had those before? I've not. Okay. I've never been a much of a sweets guy. So when it came to like Twinkies and donuts and, well, I eat donuts, I'm sorry, Twinkies and all that stuff, I'd never really done it or tried it. A couple of weeks ago, I was at Chuck's house and I had a Twinkie for the first time. I took a bite or two. Yeah. That was banana hooker night. Of course, you don't remember. Oh, yeah. Throw a King oh, Dong in the freezer for a little like while that. and then eat that. You'll be happy. We smoked a strain one night called banana hooker. and That night's a blur. Yeah. We don't remember much of it. <laughs> she does. Other than Dungeon Master throwing <laughs> up. Yeah, that was the night of the trash can. I have another Dungeon Master story if you want it. Yeah. Are you... Straight enough to tell it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's only like two minutes. So we had a get-together in the loft. We decided to do a board game night, um, Dungeon Master, a couple other friends. And um, so I tell them, you know, hey, man, like, don't be smoking. You need to be chill, like, whatever. Um, but he wanted to get some gummies. And I was like, all right, fine, you know, you do you. So he stops at this, like, CBD shop. And asked them for gummies, and the guy was like, "Yeah, sure." And he just handed him like this, 
just this bag that said fucking like raspberry on it. Like that's it. No sticker, no nothing. And the guy told him, just take a quarter of this, you'll be fine. Don't have more than a quarter in an hour. So he gets to my house and tells me all this, and I'm like, man, this is not the the best idea. Just have a quarter. That's it. Don't overdo it. So he does. And like we get pizza maybe like a half an hour in and we all go back downstairs and apparently he ate the majority of the rest of the gummy and got fucked up. (laughs) 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 He long story short, we ended up losing power shortly after this, like, like within 40 minutes, we all ended up downstairs. Everybody's kind of leaving. He's sitting, we're outside with a bunch of people, including my wife and he's sitting like on the step of the garage and I look over at him and his cheekbones are like glowing white <laughs> and the rest of his skin is literally green, like deep green. He's wearing this camo green like shirt. Like it's not a camouflage shirt, just like that color green. Mm-hmm. And my wife is like, like I'm thinking, all right, I, I'm imagining this. And Queenie looks at him and she's like, you bet your shirt. <laughs> it's like he literally was green it was so funny did he get sick survey says this time so that was uh, the big he, plus he just does not learn no he does the, not the moderation well, starting he's point. figuring it out it's happening to lots of people and yeah. edibles are a bitch yeah they are fickle it, yeah. it was fun we ended up him and i i had no power so everybody else went home and him and I just sat out on the outside on the patio in the rockers. Cause he was too sick and to go to yeah, work. He, he was too high. I was just getting high. I mean, I smoked, we, we sat out there till like midnight and I mean, I still had no power. So what else was I going to do? Good you know? with it. Yeah, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. So it was actually really fun, but man, I'm telling, I've never seen green. Someone <laughs> turn that green. It was actually a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or DM. But it was it was fun. We both had a good time. I'm going to tell one more quick story. Yeah. <clears throat> We're at DTE. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. I've called it Pine Knob for years. In protest. And now they changed it to Pine Knob and I called it D- DTE. <laughs> I'm an asshole. You're going backward. I don't want to fucking hear this story. <laughs> I'm at Pine Knob. I'm in the pavilion. There's four women that are together for Evanescence to my right. We... It, corn's about to come out. I've already been smoking a joint. These chicks rearrange where they're sitting, and I can tell the one next to me wants to sit next to me because I have a joint. When concerts go, people pass joints around. Now, I don't want her dick lips on my joint, so I make a conscious effort. I'm going to take, there's not a whole lot left. I'm going to take two big puffs, and I'm going to be kind. I can tell she wants it. Let her have the rest. Yep. So I do that. She looks at me. I hand it to her. She goes to give it. Eh, it's okay. I don't want it. She takes another puff. It's done. 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in, she is dr- dancing like a crazy person. We're smoking this shit. Uh, milk, cereal milk. Cereal milk. We're smoking cereal milk. She is dancing like a crazy person. She is all over up in my space. And all of a sudden she turns to me and she goes, you know, I think you're sexy. Now, <laughs> this is during corn. It is so fucking loud. And she like leans way into me, puts her body up against mine. And to be clear, I probably didn't mention this. She's like a four. We got it. Okay. <laughs> yes, here. Yeah, no. <laughs> <Actually not. laughs> 
So <laughs> sorry, I that was mid exhale. I wanted to get that in. I held up my blowing ring because you can't hear anything. And I'm like, Mary, like, get the fuck off me. I'm trying to get some space. Yeah, not, yeah. I mean, she's a bigger girl too. She's all over the place. She goes, I think you're sexy. But she screams it at me. I'm like, all right, thanks. <laughs> Yells so, it in your face. Yeah. Like we get to the end of that song and she's like quiet all of a sudden, just standing, looking down a little bit. Her friend takes her and takes her to the bathroom. They come back like 10 minutes later. She's not as talkative. And then she starts to loosen up a little bit. She's moving around more. She's dancing more. And then she starts dancing really hard. And she's like trying to direct conversation to me. And I keep acting like I can't hear. And all of a sudden she goes quiet again, puts her head down. Her friend takes her to the bathroom again. I'm pretty sure she was getting sick. She was pulling the dungeon master, pulling the chuck, smoking. I mean, this was good stuff. Serum. Like, yeah. she, she had two big hits. She comes back. Uh, one time I'm like, are you okay? Is it pot making you messed up? She's like, no, but thanks for checking. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and I talked to her friend. I'm like, you're still the designated driver. Cause I had said that earlier. She's like, yeah, and I left. <laughs> 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 that bitch is crazy. Yeah. Good move. Mm. I, don't know, I don't know if I want to tell that story. I have to listen to it with clean ears. Clean ears. But that was, uh, <laughs> I was fucked up. I was, I'm never giving a joint to a stranger again. I was trying to be kind. It's like peace and love mm-hmm. and like, hey, there's a little bit left. You want it? Well, no problem. She was nice to you. I didn't, that was a lot. That was a lot going on. I feel you like these days. You got What'd you want? I just wanted like her to stay in her space. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like these days though, like because of where we're at with cannabis, like if you didn't bring your own shit, like that ain't my fucking problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also like COVID and. I don't want to. Sh- share. That's what I'm saying. Like, like well, to yeah. your point, you didn't want her dick lips on it. I don't. Or whatever yeah, I don't her want her dick lips on it. Yeah. Like if if you didn't bring your shit, that, that ain't my fucking problem. Mm-hmm. But I did hand her a sticker for the podcast. <laughs> so she <laughs> might she might hear this if you leave it in. She did add us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I forgot wow. that part of the story. Oh, <laughs> it's just coming to me now. You're gonna have to edit. Carefully. Yeah, oh, way down. Or all. Uh, I just remembered that part. All in right. case you just offended a brand new fan. Yeah, I'm right, pretty sure exactly. what you now have is a stalker. Oh, God damn it. Let's yes. redo this. Kiss Maker I, I don't even know if I want the Duchess no. to hear the story. Here's the here's Did you hear Chuck? No, what did you say? Let's redo, Let's redo this. Maker is six. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fine. Uh, anything <laughs> over a five is great. <laughs> Thank you.